0: This is Kurt Pickering alongside Bobby Jerome and a special guest here with Coach Joyce bringing on our second coach of the winter sports season as we had Mr. O'Rourke on which Bobby handled last week with the interview and really guiding a great interview and getting a, a good insight on the hockey team coming for their fifth straight state championship and now basketball uh, being under the new leadership of Coach Joyce. We brought him on to interview him uh, bringing uh, coming back on a mention you know the Wildcats are had a good season last year in Coach Becker but now with coach joyce coming on uh we have bobby and i have questions for him and see what kind of uh get a preview on the season to start off uh we know that you've had a lot of experience with basketball in your life and you have worked at some great programs in the past Uh, so what about st ignatius made you interested in becoming our head next head coach
1: well, first, thanks for, thanks for having me, fellas. I really appreciate the opportunity to come up here and talk with you guys. I'm really excited about the season. I will correct you just one correction, just because you're going to be with me all season, so we're going to have a great time. But uh, <laughs> Coach Cam, please, not Coach Joyce. I, it's just something that I harp on. I don't know. I just always like Cam better than Joyce. I like my name, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like being called Coach Cam. And and honestly, that's I, I correct a lot of people, and there's no ill intent towards you guys. So. Coach Cam for everybody out there. And uh, as far as just what stood out to uh, uh, St. Ignatius, uh, obviously uh, this is an amazing institution. Uh, I've worked in the college level for six years, so – to get me to come from college to high school, I felt like I had to be a pretty, really special situation. I believe that is here at St. Ignatius High School. Um, The tradition, the history, the alumni, the students, the the athletic standard, and honestly, not even just that, just being a Catholic high school and the principles that each man or each young man goes through with graduating from here. So uh, when I found out about the opportunity, um, I gave it some some thought, uh, some hard thought, just because I didn't want to apply if I didn't think if I didn't want to take it serious. I didn't want to waste anyone's time, so I felt like, hey, if I'm gonna apply, then I'm gonna go after it wholeheartedly, and uh, that's just how the type of person I am. So uh, now we're here, and I'm excited, and I'm enjoying it, my myself and my wife. And uh, it's crazy that we're a couple of days away from starting. It just seems like uh, just was hired back in the, at the end of May, and just got going in the summer with the guys. So.
0: Yeah, it'll definitely be a great game on Saturday. Uh, definitely try to make your way out to that game, November thirtieth.
2: Um. So the next question is, uh, you have come from a very uh, well-known basketball community at Saint Vincent-St. Mary. Um. Obviously, your dad is the head coach there. He's been the head coach there for multiple seasons. Uh. And he's had a lot of success there as well. You're very good friends with LeBron James as well. So much so that he sees you as like a little brother to him. Um. Also, you've run many basketball clinics in the past. You've worked with saw some great college programs like Tiffin University, the University of Florida, and OU. Uh, how much of an impact have these things had on your life with basketball and your life as a whole?
1: Oh, this is this is my life as a whole. I mean, you've taken it all the way back to, you know, when I first met uh, LeBron. I call him Brian, so it's just a really habit. But when I first met Brian, uh, I was in first grade. So you talking about I've I've known him my whole life. Um, I can't remember life without him in a way, uh, which is crazy to think that you know seeing him in his seventeenth year in the NBA, and obviously me being a head coach here. So time flies, and obviously to learn from my dad, not even knowing when I would be a high school coach or a coach period, but just to get to see it every day, what it took, what it took to be successful and run a, a high profile program and compete at a at a level every year. I think that that speaks volumes to what the coach and what his coaches that he has on the staff are doing for that program you know um, they could have easily melted or took a step back when LeBron and my older brother Drew and all those guys graduated but they've maintained the excellence they've maintained winning and they've I think they've been in the last three state championships um so testament to those those guys and obviously testament to my father. So um I, I call him a lot. I pick his brain a lot and, and not only that, but I've had to I've had the pleasure of just working with a lot of other staffs. And the good thing about you know, I used to all tell people that, you know, when they got into coaching, especially when they were younger, um, I would be like, hey, try to work as many staffs as possible because there's so many different ways to be successful. It's not just one. And if you have the pleasure of learning from different people, you just take what do you feel like they do good or that you like, and that can help mold you to be that coach when you get that opportunity. Um, sometimes when you're only with one coaching staff, you may be missing some things out there. And being able to work on the Division two level um, at Tiff University under a guy named Jerry Bucilla who threw me right into the fire as a grad assistant, um, I went from not knowing that I would coach to subbing guards in during games, having parents come to me afterwards upset, you know, that their son didn't play, you know, so because they found out, well, he he's the one subbing the guards in, um, not the head coach, and then obviously uh, working at the University of Florida under Mike White, just seeing how. A basketball's run at the highest level of college basketball is an amazing opportunity everything that goes behind it all the resources I mean we played at Madison Square Garden three times my second year at Florida just to walk into that arena is special but to really be there and just see it and to take everything in as a basketball fan my whole life is just those things you'll never forget those experiences and, and obviously now being the head man in charge you know just taking things that I took away from Coach White and my college coach who I just seen this past weekend, Coach Jeff Reckaway, um at Northwood University. I seen those guys play on Saturday at Malone University and just seeing the hard work that those guys put in at the division two level, I just I never take any of this for granted. You know, sometimes if you only see one thing, you start to forget that it's certain things that were, where you came from in a way. So I'm very humble for this opportunity, and sorry about the long answer, but you took it along, you took it the whole path. So uh, like I said, this this is my life right here. This is this is basketball. Not everything I know, but this is a huge part of my life.
0: And you know, with uh, basketball being your whole entire life, I mean. Working with a bunch of other programs, as Bobby mentions, uh, this is your first year at St. Ignatius. Coach Becker, obviously, really being one of the biggest formers of St. Ignatius basketball in recent history. So, but so far, what have you liked about the Ignatius experience and kind of how has it been so far?
1: Uh, well, I would say the Ignatius experience is very unique. Um, because it's such an amazing community and the community has really welcomed not just myself but my wife with uh, open arms and uh, we've really seen it from day one you know whether I'm going into a restaurant or um, I'm getting a new car or whatever the case may be I just run into people from St. Ignatius Um, and this has been nothing but positive support and and looking forward and enthusiasm to the season and uh, that's been great so really the community and I would say just watching you guys go to school. Um, I went to a Catholic high school, and it's, uh, it's no knock on, on St. Vincent Mary, amazing high school, but it's just a different level here. I think um, Ignatius stresses not just going to class, uh, but really the experience of trying to mold you guys and the young man. And, and getting you outside the classroom. Um, you talk about sophomore service and everything that I see outside of just going in that classroom and taking tests, watching the teacher you know, write at the board or give you notes. Those things matter so much because, let us I mean, hey, when you go to college or if you don't go to college, but most everybody here goes to college. A lot of stuff, once you graduate, you may not use, but you may use something that you learned in sophomore service a lot, so you, you can never take those um, experiences for granted and just appreciate that and every school doesn't offer that and i think that's very unique okay
2: so um the team has been practicing for about a month now uh so which players on the basketball team this year have stood out to you as leaders hard workers and all-around great basketball players
1: yeah, you know, it's uh we're we're getting better every week and um, it's a process. You know, the guys are, you know, learning my style, learning my system and I'm learning them. And I would say guys that have stood out, you know, from a leadership perspective, um I would say Caleb Blake is a natural leader. Obviously he's the vice president of the school. Um but Caleb does a good job of trying to be vocal every day, bring energy. I always stress to the guys attack the day with energy. If you attack the day with energy, if you communicate um, if you if you're committed to helping each other, then some of the mistakes that we you know I may harp on it won't matter as much if you if you're working hard and trying to accomplish a common goal. So, Caleb um, for sure. I'm trying to get Chase Topping, who's probably you know our best player there as well. But Chase isn't a vocal guy, and as a coach, you got to understand you can't never force guys into vocal leadership roles. Sometimes guys have to step into it. And for me, it's just hey Chase, naturally being the best player. Uh, Guys are going to look towards you So understand, you may not want to always be vocal But there's going to be times when you have to be vocal Uh, But make sure you're leading by example you have to lead by example if you can't lead by example then that's more of my problem with you not if you're out there screaming to the guys um I can do that and obviously we got Caleb and hopefully some other guys step up and it's the same thing with Henry Rayner um Henry had a a big jump going from playing freshman basketball to varsity basketball in one year and now he's not just another guy he is one of the guys we're going to lean on and I expect big things from him he's a tremendous player he's got division one schools interested in him and um, I believe he's got a big jump this year, and, and those interest those those interests will turn in from not just schools interested, but schools offering and uh, multiple schools. And I believe he'll play. Hey, man, Chase have a, a really good shot at playing basketball at the next level and, and extended past those guys. I got Daniel Nunez, a, a senior, a really good shooter. He has a chance to play Division two, II, Division three. Same thing with Tommy Spear, another senior. So we got some good guys. Uh, but obviously Chase and Henry, those are going to be our, our our two our two big guys for sure.
0: And, you know touching on uh, Caleb Blake and uh, Chase Toppin I did color last year for the Wildcats and both of them it's kind of great having two leaders coming out of point guards bringing up the ball and all that and especially with Henry playing last year as a sophomore definitely made a huge jump from freshman as you mentioned Also, to move on from that though I mean there are great coaching staff here at St. Ignatius such as Coach Salad on the JV level yourself and even former Cavs and, and uh, Heat center Zander Zolgowskis how much of an impact will the coaching staff have on the players and the team's success this year
1: A lot. And uh, actually, Coach Slott is not with us anymore. Um, So Tom Parker is our JV coach now. Um, so we moved time up, and time has been tremendous. Tom went obviously went to Ignatius. Me and Tom played against each other in college. He was at Lake Erie, I was at Northwood University, so that was my first time meeting Tom. And um, I didn't remember Tom when they, you know, when I spoke with Mr. Fitzpatrick about hey, some of these coaches want to stay on board, and you should interview him. And uh, when I seen Tom's face, everything clicked. Um, but Tom has been amazing. You know, the guys love Tom. He he's always around. He's always helpful. And that's another guy that's played college basketball. And obviously, you got you mentioned those Jonas Orgovskis. I mean, I, you you can never equate somebody like that on your coaching staff. But you know, the biggest thing that I've taken away, I um, mean, it's a testament to Z, is he he work he wants to work with us, not just hey I played in the NBA and my word is bigger than your word. He lets us work, and he he pitches in, and he's a part of the team. You know, he could easily just be like hey. You don't know what you're talking about, Cam. I, I played 12 years in the NBA, but he, he has never done anything like that. Um, the guys love him. He always wants to get in the gym with the guys and work with them, especially the big. So, talk about Zajunas Elgowskis. And I brought a couple other guys on board um, Jared Tribble, uh, who played my brother, and LeBron, those guys from fifth grade. Um, He's from Shaker and he's been coaching the last couple of years at Bedford, really eager to be a head coach at the high school level. Um he knows his basketball, so he's great. We got another guy, Kyle Hubbard, who actually played at that other school in Lakewood. I won't say the name, but uh me and Kyle, uh, we played AAU together. And uh it's interesting kind of the story. You know, Kyle actually wanted to come to Tame V with me as a as a ninth grader, and he ended up not coming. Um, but we played AU together all through high school, and obviously this is our chance to work with each other again. So Kyle's been great. He's a bigger guy. Um, he played football and basketball in high school, actually played football. At, he he committed and signed to go to University of Pitt and left and finished his career at John Carroll where he played football and basketball. I always joke with Kyle that you never wanted to really go to Pitt because you never really wanted to play football. You always wanted to play basketball, but you went with your bigger offers. (laughs) But uh, Kyle's like a Draymond Green, so it's it's crazy because if Kyle was playing high school now, he would get the offers in basketball that he was hoping for back then, being he was kind of undersized. So, uh, but Kyle's been great, he's there all the time. And then we got Joe Isabella, who graduated 2015, so he can relate to the guys. Um, Very young, very, you know, energetic. And um, also our last guy is Lyndon Brooks. He used to coach over at Shaker Heights, very experienced. Um, he's kind of like our numbers guy our logistics guy. He does all that stuff. So we got a well-rounded staff. Everybody can – nobody's really similar, which is great. And I tell the coaches, hey – if I ask a question or if I don't say something, I don't want you guys to just be quiet. Or if I ask, I don't want you guys to just agree with me. If you know, And that may come to arguments sometimes, but I know you're involved and I know you want what's best. If I just feel like you're saying yes, 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 Cam, then how are we getting better? Because you may know something or see something that I don't see. You know, I'm not perfect. We're in this together. So um, I was very – wanted to be very strategic of how I put my coaching staff together, especially in the varsity level. And then obviously having time at the JV level to mold those guys. And then at the freshman level, incredible staffs down there. We're able to keep Regan Sweeney, another Ignatius guy who's been coaching freshmen the last couple of years. And then we brought over his dad. So you got old Sweeney, young Sweeney. And so you got an older coaching staff with our freshman gold team and a younger coaching staff with our freshman blue team. And the, the kids are loving it. They're loving it already so I mean it's it's been tremendous those guys tremendous I told them last week hey you guys have been nothing but amazing so far so hey let's 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 take care of business now that the real the real part's going to start
2: all right um there are many different styles of basketball that are being played now uh such as uh small ball three and d and you know just traditional smash the glass you know pound the backboards uh what type uh, what style of basketball will the Wildcats play with this year
1: Yes, there are a lot of different styles that obviously basketball is always evolving. Basketball is always changing. But within that change, sometimes stuff that worked from the past will come back. It's just like clothes, right? You know, like I'm seeing Travis Scott wear big clothes again. I'm like, please not big clothes come back. Like, let's take that with phase away. But um, for us, you know, we want to – We obviously wanna play fast offensively. But I don't wanna say that we're just gonna, you know, run up and down the court every play. We're not. We wanna play with good pace. That's the word I'm a I like to say, good pace, because if we're able to play with good pace, that means we could play fast and we could play slow. Sometimes because of the team you're playing, the game may just be slowed down. You know, you may play a team that's they're going to run their actions and they're going to hold the ball a little longer, so it's it's harder to dictate the tempo. But offensively, we're going to play at our pace, and we're going to run when we can run. And if we got to slow it down, we'll slow it down. So we want to be able to do both. We don't want to be one-dimensional. I think sometimes when you get caught up in wanting to play fast and then you can't play fast, And how can you play? How can you adapt? Um, So we want to be able to do both. And then defensively, you know, hey, again, I I'm, I come from my father. That's man-to-man defense, half court. Yeah, we're going to press. We're going to do some different things. But at the core, we're going to be really, really good defensively in the half court because that's where the game is won and played. And if you can stop people in the half court, you'll give yourself a chance to win every night, um, regardless of if you make shots or not. So that's the biggest thing that i harp on, I'm sure, if you spoke to the guys or seen any of the – the playing dealer interviews that just came out. You know, the, the guys were, hey, he's 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 harping on defense. He's harping on defense, and that's just who I am. You know, hey, if you can't guard, I'm gonna struggle playing you because I, we have to take care of that end of the floor. So we're gonna get after people, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun. The guys are gonna play with passion, and uh, we hope to have some some big crowds, not just for that so for one game, but for all the home games. You know, that people enjoy watching St. Ignatius basketball play. So
2: on december 31st this year you get to play your dad um uh it's a tradition that new year's eve every year st ignatius plays st yeah. mary uh, how much is that game gonna mean to you
1: <laughs> you know what uh I, it hasn't really hit me yet uh people ask it all the time you know it's either that game or the, the game versus edge but uh you know, it's so much going on uh, that I'm trying to learn the team and get ready for these games that we have this weekend versus a really, really good team in Thomas Worthington, a team with a lot of expectations, with a lot of talent. Um, and then, obviously, the next day, Richmond Heights, a team that went down to state semifinals, I think, in Division Four last year. So my answer has always been I'll worry about that game when it gets there. Um, and, and when it gets there, I think I'll have time to really take it all in. And, I, obviously, I've never – I thought I would ever share the court with my father. So, um, you know, it's been some family, you know, talking trash and, you know, it's, it's it's good. I'm sure, you know, all my sisters will be in town, My brother will be there. Obviously, my wife and her family. So it'll, it'll be it'll be very interesting. It'll be very interesting for sure. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, that's that's like my my, my love, my hero. So uh, regardless win or lose, you know, I'm sure we'll talk a little trash and move past it. And the next day we'll probably be calling each other to help each other out. So.
0: That's great to hear. Uh, And ultimately, you know, this is a great season coming ahead. Uh, Looking for your first season, obviously. So what are some goals for the basketball team this season, some key games you're looking forward to?
1: Uh, well, I would say the goal, the goal is to win state championships. That's, that's the goal every year. You know, um, I'm a big believer of being out front of what we want to accomplish. You know, I know some people say, ah, let's not talk about it. No, I I am going to talk about it. And we're going to talk about it from day one. You know, this is not, hey, we got a really good team and I think we can accomplish something special. So why not shoot for a state championship? Um, obviously, you know, I would say a a team goal is to go undefeated at home protect home court Um, I think if you can protect home court and then win you know 67% of your road games you're you're talking about really good teams so uh, I thought the biggest thing is I wanted to put us in different environments you know so the showcase I had most of the schedule was done before um, I had got hired but uh, we had a couple games that weren't done, and I, I was very strategic with adding those games. And Thomas Worthington and being in the Nike All-Ohio Showcase was one of them just because I wanted our guys to experience and see what it's going to take to be the top-level team. And right away, you know, we may, we may lose by 20 or we may win by 20. I don't, I don't know, but regardless, I feel like this game will help us be more prepared for March, and that's what that's what we're doing every every week every every day we're trying to get prepared for that run in March yeah well we love to go 22 and 0 yeah that'd be amazing but it doesn't mean anything if you lose in the sectionals or district semis, so I'd rather go 15 and 7 and win the district district championship, win the regional championship and make a run in Columbus because guess what, nobody's talking about that loss in December to Cleveland Heights or whoever we made it lose to because they're worried about what's in front of you so um, the goal is to win the state championship undefeated at home and just to get better each and every day and get these get these seniors in college um, who want to play basketball and then for the other guys is mold these guys into men you know coaching is about being a servant servant of God and coaching life not just what happens on the basketball court so I tell my coaches all the time make sure you ask the kid how is he how is he doing not what is he doing on the basketball court? Just ask. How's life? You know, ask about his family. You just never know what that may mean to him at that moment. He may be going through something that you may help them just because you took notice of something outside of just what happens on the basketball court every day in practice. So that we can never forget that we're here to help help you guys um, become men. And yeah, we want to win every game, but that, that that's not that's not what matters. But as far as it comes to the game, state championship—that that's that's what I know, and that's what I'm gonna prepare, prepare these guys. And I want them to believe it and speak it. And I'm a big believer in speaking into an existence. So,
0: all right, Coach Cam, thank you for coming on the SIBN Sports Recap. Uh, definitely looking forward to a great bo- uh, a great basketball season. Me being the play by play, I'm definitely looking to get closer to the team and uh, getting an interview on you and kind of your insights has definitely helped me out. And I'm sure of uh, the rest of the listeners who who come on and are looking forward to a good basketball season. So, thank you for coming on.
1: I appreciate you both having me, and uh, Mr. Sable, I appreciate you inviting me over. So, uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'm, I'm very excited for for Saturday. Um, the journey gets started, and hopefully, uh, we can have a really good season. Really good season for sure.
2: All right, thank you, Coach. Uh, this has been our latest episode of the SAVN Sports Recap on the iCast. We'll be back next week uh, with some analysis of the uh, previous week's Ignatius sporting events.
1: I'm Bobby Jerome, uh, alongside Coach Cam and Kurt Pickering signing off.